What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Next Up Podcast. Next it is- Up Podcast. Ooh, man, that's great. I think we ought to we ought to try to harmonize that and make it the intro. Maybe not. I don't. I don't think that would bring the people in. I don't think that bring that would that would literally run them away. Well, hey, listen, we're glad that you're here to join us today for a very and, inconsistent. Uh, episode of the next <laughs> so, so today we're going to talk about the power of consistency <laughs> J- jk i feel like now is a good time to tell everyone we have not mastered our content that that's right that's right well here's the thing we have a lot of really good ideas but a very little good time and so um and i don't know if there are any busy people out there but uh maybe you'll understand but hey today we're going to talk about though the power of personal vision i love when things have similar beginning consonant sounds the power of personal vision. of personal vision i feel like I think, a p I, word to replace vision if you can if, if you can send us in, in in a p word for vision somebody um that'll be helpful maybe we can go back and edit this but what we're going to talk about today is power of personal vision and uh, where the idea came from this is um I, I don't know how many you know how many of our listeners out there jonathan how you feel but because life is so busy um it is easy to just focus on what's happening right then, right now, in that phase of life. And I just think there's a natural pull to that, whether it's season with kids, season with money, um, yes. and where you're at in your health. Sometimes you feel like you're just trying to get by, like you're just trying to survive. And I think it's easy to get bogged down into that survival mode and lose sight of the bigger picture, for sure. Yeah, and I think coming from you know two leaders – um, in the church world, especially there's so much talk about vision and how important it is for your organization and how it keeps you, um, focused. And I even heard a powerful statement from a pastor here recently about, you know, if, um, you know, if you can't ask everybody on your staff, what, you know, to, to be able to repeat your vision, then everybody's not on board. And I just thought, well, that's powerful, obviously for an organization, but like, even as a person, I mean, how, how able am I able to, 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 to tell people or to say even to myself, man, what is what is my personal vision? Maybe it's just for the season, um, but even long term, what is my personal vision? Yeah, and I, I don't think a lot of people have have identified it. And I mean, it's one of those things where I, I don't know that I've I've identified it, but I think it's I think it's good to think think through at least have in your head um, as you as you live life. Otherwise, you're just going to be simply stuck in the survival mode, and um, nobody wants to live there all the time. There's, you've got to have an idea of looking forward and moving forward. Yeah, and see, like, Jonathan, I remember us having a conversation, so I'm putting you on the spot here. We didn't talk about this before we started the podcast, but I seem to remember a conversation a few years ago um, back when you were at Cornerstone, um, back in the promised land of Orangeburg. You guys can Google that. Google that. Um, it's a very little small spec. But uh, <laughs> a talking, though, about kind of just like, in your mind, this was like the personal maybe promise or plan that you felt like God had given you where, you know, but everything kind of lined up with that though. I mean, so it wasn't just like you had a professional vision, um, or just like, you know, for your family, like, like, especially in ministry, those two things aren't separate. Like this is who you are. You know, this, this vision kind of incorporates everything about me, how I, how I appropriate. Do you remember that conversation? I might be putting you on the spot. No, no, I don't, I don't remember that specific conversation, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible to set completely separate your personal life from your, your professional life. And, um, you know, because I mean, in, in my case, you know, I ended up making a move with my family, um, and some of it was because of a personal vision um, that I knew had to line up with professional vision as well. And uh, when those started moving, everything started moving at the same time. 
So yeah, I mean those two have to those two have to line up. Unfortunately, I think a lot of us live, like I said, in survival mode. Um, but we also we never think um, down the road enough. And it, when we don't think down the road, we end up making it changes the decisions we make, and we just make decisions for now. And um, those now decisions a lot of times lead us to a place where we get down the road, or we get twenty years from now, and we're like, man, how did how did I end up here? So it's important we think through. You know, where do I want to go? Where do I want to be? And have a personal vision. Yeah. And um, one last thought on this. I think it's, I've heard this said elsewhere too, and, it, and it's helped, helped my frame of thinking. But, um, you know, putting, having B goals, like BE, like I want to be, um, you know, so instead of like having a New Year's resolution, I'm going to lose weight, you know, and changing that around. So, you know what, I want to be healthy. Yeah. Um, because, you know, losing weight obviously is a goal, but that's still kind of, it, it simply it oversimplifies, honestly, a very big idea. But you know, saying something I want to be healthy that that incorporates more than like going to the gym. Well, it you also know, that, it also associates the why behind the what. And so, yes. like, I, I want to be this. If you start there, then you can begin to put together the what. So it's kind of like Franklin Covey said: begin with the end in mind. So I want to be this, and so it changes yeah. those those goals. Yeah, and so that way you're not just you know. And, and honestly, you know, not being overwhelmed because I think like even being healthy, that's actually been something that me and my wife have been trying to do, you know, be healthier, be healthier for, you know, not just even our kids, but, um, for the potential of what's even going to happen down the road. I want to get to a place and have to make a decision because I'm not healthy enough to do it. Or, you know, we can't obviously control everything in life, but if there's something that I can fix now, um, I don't want to have to sit there and just wait for the inevitable to happen or something like that. But, you know, when you say that be this way, you really do have to sit down and think, okay, what decisions am I currently making? That is not allowing me to be that way. And it isn't just, I don't go to the gym enough. It's, man, um, are we staying up too late constantly? You know, are we, are we pushing ourselves too hard? Am I being healthy emotionally? You know, what does, what does being healthy mean to us? And I think that's part of where that vision comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And so here's, here's, here's some of the, just, I guess these would be the, the reasons for having a personal vision. You ready? You want to dive into these? Yeah, yeah, you can take the first one there. Okay. Number one is it keeps you focused. And like you just said, Dustin, the, those those B goals, um, if, if if I'm thinking longer term, yeah, right now that cheeseburger may not be a bad thing or it may not be the end of the world or that week of bad eating may not be the end of the world. But if I know, let's say I want to be healthy, then I know that I need to focus on some things right now. Otherwise, like like an organization, if 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 we're constantly just trying to move one step ahead and we never have a destination, if if I don't put a destination in my GPS, then the roads mm. to get there aren't going to make any sense. And so, um, a personal vision keeps you focused. It, it 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 begins with the end in mind, so then then you can focus on a destination rather than in just doing a bunch of things that aren't really related at the end of the day. Um, it keeps yeah. you focused on, on, on a main idea, on a main thing, on a main vision of where you want to go rather than just trying to constantly adjust things just, just, just because of what you feel in the moment. A vision is, is not just a feeling, but it's, it, it's something you believe has to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And it kind of keeps your eyes, um, set on the end of mind, which I, which I think kind of then takes you is actually like this, the second one is first one is keep you, keep you focused. Second one, keep you grounded. And what I, you know, what, what I think about when I hear that is I'm very much a, a dreamer always have been, um, but it can easily just stay within that realm of dreams. And so I think whenever you really set yourself out to have a true vision, um, and set that into practice, you know, when you take it further than dream 
is though the vision does keep you and can help you stay focused in the moment though. You know, because I think if you're a dreamer, you kind of lose sight of what's even happened around you. Or if you're just focused on this end product, um, you'll get to celebrate and live in even the success of now. But one of the things I've loved about setting some of these B goals and some of these smaller goals in my life uh, personally and not just professionally is that when I do succeed, it's something I can gener- really celebrate. So it kind of keeps you grounded in the, in, the, in the right now, yeah. you know, in where I am right now in my life. But also when I do fail – because that still often happens a lot. No, um, really? It, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, wow. Crazy thing, man. Dude, I just really thought that at this point I would be Have just like it. Jesus yeah. at this point. I really did. I really did. I thought I thought the 30s was the year. But, um, but you know, but keeps you even grounded, though, that, you know, hey, I, I didn't start this to get it all right right away. Right. You know, I could be grounded enough in the fact to know that the whole reason for this is I'm not where I need to be. In a way, I never will be. That's the whole thing of, of the race of life. But – staying grounded where I am in the moment and kind of try my best to live life, not just in the dreams of the future, but making that happen now. And so that, you know, having, having kind of some of those personal visions and personal Yeah. And even, even, even emotionally, I mean, we can get so up or so down based off of just how we feel that day, but having a vision and knowing that you're going to a bigger place keeps those highs and those lows from being so high and from, from, from being so low. And so, I mean, what what is it like when you endeavor on a diet say you want to lose 20 pounds well after week 2 and you you know haven't lost anything it's easy to just say i quit but if you have this personal vision of, of being healthy that's that's a longer term vision and so that keeps you grounded um, emotionally and with your goals you never never too high uh, never too low, and it keeps you from kind of throwing out the baby with the bathwater when it comes to making a mistake or stubbing your toe, because you know that that that, that that's that's just a little bump in the road. But I ultimately I, I know where I'm going. Yeah. So keep you focused, keep you grounded. Uh, next one, Jonathan, take us. What does keep you hopeful? How does it also keep you hopeful? I think I think that can kind of play a little bit into the into the grounded, just on the positive term. But 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 talk us through that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it, let's go back to the GPS illustration for just a moment. Like if my personal vision is to get to a place or if, if I put a place in my GPS, I can see progress. And so I think um, knowing the vision, know where, knowing where you've headed keeps you hopeful that you've accomplished something. And so if your goal is to is to be healthy and you do lose 10 pounds, then, you know, even though that's not your ultimate goal, and you have a bigger vision, you are hopeful because you're, you're seeing some progress. I, I've, I've made it halfway to my destination. And so if, if, if I have a vision and it's bigger than just what's right now, um, it keeps yeah. me hopeful when I do accomplish part of it, when I do get a little further down the road. Let's say that your personal vision is, you know, we want to be debt free in, you know, 10 years. Well, if, 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 if my goal is just to pay off some bills, then where, where does that really end? But if my goal is to be debt free and I do pay off a credit card bill, then, then that keeps you, that keeps you hopeful, hopeful because you see progress. I mean, ultimately the reason we quit is because of lack of progress. And so having a personal vision and knowing where you're headed helps you celebrate as you get there. Yeah. I think, um, the, the idea that, that vision speaks versus just in having a goal. And I know this might can sound a little semantic, semantic driven, but the idea of a vision is what you kind of said earlier. It's, it's the why it's answering. Why is this so important to me? Why is being financially free or why is being healthy or why is being a good mom, dad, brother, you know, whatever, 
why is this important to me? Because I think um, it's easy to to think we need to do something right just because it's right. Right. But when you have a vision, though, it does give you something to to drive for. And it, I mean, that is that is so a part of just our DNA is is human beings. Is we need something to, in a way, look forward to, to point up to. And of course, I mean, I think that's why the Bible is even full of illustrations. Pastor moment of where Jesus is our our hope that even beyond all of this frustration, disappointments, you know, ups and downs and all that, there's a, there's a greater hope there. But I think it's what vision does for us on a, on a smaller scale. I mean, it, it creates just, I don't know, man, positive momentum moving forward because it doesn't always go according to plan. And even if it doesn't, if your vision is still the same, the plans can change within it because things right. don't always work out. It isn't having a linear pathway which I think kind of leads us to the next one of of of, of moving forward. It doesn't have to be linear, right. but it, it allows you to move and change. And, and and going back to for for a pastor moment, wouldn't you say that's kind of how God works? Like he he has he has these plans, but but with within that, our decisions and and other things based off of of how we react to things and stuff. I mean, um, you know, because God wants yeah. to give give us what 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 we want and that kind of thing and. Uh, but he has this ultimate plan. But within yeah, that, there's there's, yeah. there's some moving there's there's some moving parts that even though he knows they're coming, um, still our decisions kind of play into that. Even though he has an ultimate plan that he wants for us and our lives. Yeah, and I think I think that keeping moving forward is even a good example of that. That um, you're right. All throughout the Bible, man, you know, God tried to give mankind, give humanity, give leaders, give kings, give prophets. You know, you know this 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 authority and and oftentimes of course they would fail um but but god has this per you know this this even in himself he has this vision this dream this intention to be in community with his creation again and so that that is going to happen and so he you know yes maybe plans change or people fail but god works in and through and despite that and so in a weird way i think vision gives us the grace to in a way do that to ourselves because things won't always work out you may not may always make the right responsibility, you know, responsible decision financially or health wise and all. But if you're still keeping that vision out front and, and you're actually pursuing it, not just talking about it, right? That it it gives you something to get you over the humps, but to not also get lost in the successes. Because I think one of the things I do see with people being being a, a pastor now for for several years, people can have a moment of success. And it took so much to get there. They either want to stay there or they hold on to that. And that becomes a defining moment, but one of the only the few. And I just don't believe in that. I don't believe that God leads us to something. And then that's just, that's it. That's the greatest moment of our lives. You know, I think that's a sad way to live, to constantly point back, almost like a photo memory on Facebook, how it just remember when. And I I don't want to live in a remember when world. I want to remember that kind of, I want to live that kind of life. Well, and I do think that, I mean, you know, God is a God of making things better and better. And so, you know, he, he, he's always moving things forward. Uh, You never see God, God retreat on anything or or make things worse when his hand in it is always makes it better. And so that, that's what a personal, that's, that's how we strive for personal vision. Uh, So Dustin, just a few things, just a few application points here um, that I think uh, we'll ha- we'll help people kind of hone in on this a little bit, just to just to give some people some practical application. Um, basically, there's 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 four things I think we can do from this. Um, number one is is write down your personal vision, mm-hmm. um, and, and I know that sounds very elementary and even like a little homework like, but but write it down. I mean, what what is your personal vision for your family, for your finances, for your career? What what is your personal holistic um, vision for that? And number two is tell people. 
Um, one of the greatest ways to accomplish something is through having some people that will push you forward as well. So tell, tell people, tell your family, tell your spouse, tell, tell people so that they can help you with that. And number three is celebrate the progress. So mm. as, as, you're, as you're doing this, the thing that will keep you grounded and keep you hopeful is you have to celebrate the progress towards that vision. Don't celebrate it because you've accomplished it, but celebrate it because you've moved towards it. And the last one is don't let the bumps become disqualifications. In other words, when you hit a bump and, and or snag and you're accomplishing your personal vision, don't let that completely make you throw it out. But just see it as a bump in the road and not the end of the road. So write it down, mm-hmm. tell other people, yeah. celebrate progress, and don't let the bumps in the road become disqualifications. Yeah. And uh, kind of as a closing thought is just as you were talking about, celebrate the progress. Um, again, you know, this is a personal, personal kind of illustration, I guess. But um, one of the things that I have really enjoyed about setting setting goals and wanting to want to get to a place is that you do then allow yourself to celebrate without being guilty. And so what I mean by like an example of that is um, so my wife and I did going a season here about a year ago of, of losing a good bit of weight and trying to get healthy. You are looking and, good, Dustin. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I'm not going to be, I'm not gonna say anything about your wife because I feel like that would be, uh, that, that well, she was bad, always been good looking and skinny, bad, but, um, bad but ground I, you know, but she got tired of being the fat kid on the playground. And so one of the things that I really, um, learned to enjoy is not, you know, getting to do something like, so we would, you know, man, we would eat and we'd be super strict. And then, you know, once a week or once every two weeks, we would have maybe like a cheap meal. And in a way, it made that experience so much better instead of whenever we were just eating unhealthy all the time. And it was always like, man, I shouldn't be eating this, but then I'm probably going to eat the same thing. You know, I almost feel stuck in this in this cycle of unhealthy eating, living and all this. But then we can do that completely guilt free. Like, hey, you know what? I actually have earned this. You know, right. I've been working out. I've been doing this. I've been dieting really well. I can eat this Chinese food which I love and I can have such enjoyment in it and not feel guilty because I know that this is not actually disqualifying me. This is actually something I've earned, I planned for. And so it actually makes it better. So, you know, I think the same thing can apply with money or, or whatever like that relationally, or maybe with time or whatever like that, but putting the time in to celebrate those things and, you know, and treat yourself. I mean, I think there's a lot of power in that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have to reward yourself as you go. Well, Dustin, I think that's all I got. You got anything else? That is all I have. All right. Well, guys, we will. We're not making any promises this time, Dustin. Let's just say we will see you next time. On <laughs> next, the next time we're podcast. talking about consistency and promise keeping, and on the how next to podcast. make it happen. Yes, and how to make it happen. We are experts. I, I feel like I'm pretty good at pretty much every other part of my life and following through with my commitments, except for this whole podcasting deal, Dustin. I think because it's a scheduling thing. I've decided what it is. I think I think that the good listeners need to know is that we're working hard. And that this is um, something we enjoy doing on the side, but man, life gets in the way. So how many times have we had to had to schedule and reschedule this just because of scheduling conflicts? And so, well, uh, especially when we have two people that have a lot of other stuff going on. So that's right. But I really do enjoy this. Yeah. Well, y'all holler at us if you have any questions. We would love to hear from you. Um, you can tweet me at Jonathan Pearson at Jonathan Pearson on Instagram um, at Jonathan Pearson on MySpace. Um, at Jonathan Pearson on Periscope. What are some other social networks nobody uses, Dustin? I think they have uh, the, the, the youths. The youths are do, using TikTok now. I got on the other day and I didn't understand it, so I deleted it. Uh, I think that was a dad moment. I don't know. Yeah, well, don't, 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 don't TikTok me because I'm not there. So you're not, you know. so you're not on TikTok. I'm going to go get Jonathan Pearson on TikTok and I'm going to I'm gonna do weird videos that make, make people think you're weird. <laughs> um, and they something. probably already think that. So... <laughs> 
Everybody have a great month, and we will see you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you. See you.